You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Hey everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz tonight. We are doing Smash Episode Eleven, Season One, the movie star, where we got to see. Uh, Uma Thurman, just all over the place in this episode. We just got the quick, quick glimpse of her last week, and this week we get to see a lot more of her, and that was very interesting. I am Tamara Berg. I'm joined in the studio by Kendra Cabasal, and we have Ronnie Jr. in the booth. Hello, you two pretty ladies. Oh, you uh, handsome gentlemen. Sarah is not with us tonight. No, is she calling us? Or? She's not. Poor oh. Sarah has a job at, that she has to be up and ready to go for at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So we told her that it is okay for her to go to bed very soon. Holding it down for her. <laughs> but she'll be with us next week. Yes. So, yeah, let's talk about Uma Thurman playing Rebecca Duvall. The big movie star (laughs) coming in, saving the day, bringing in her red raincoat and being all movie star-ish. Yeah, except for (laughs) one thing her agents neglected to tell everyone. Yeah, she can't sing. You know, I don't know if you know this, but um, it's really difficult to convincingly sing just a little bit off key mm-hmm. and she did a really good job of it i was gonna say overall she did a, re- a great job of being you know a kind of a poor actress in that role right too. A poor actress poor singer so she's you know she's doing a good job yeah she didn't look so she didn't look super comical or like she was trying too hard she just no. looked just looked a little not very good yeah and the off key was just on point because it actually hurt <laughs> yeah we were both we were both craning was, our necks and yeah. trying to get her to hit <laughs> you're a little flat honey you're a little higher on that note yeah it was painful yeah so she can't sing and she was flat and it was painful uh and you know then the meeting came with with ellis i mean not ellis um eileen derek tom and julia going oh my gosh what are we gonna do yeah Exactly. So they bring, even though they were all yes people while she was there in front of them. Well, yeah, it's sort of it's a little awkward to go. <laughs> oh my god, you suck. Oh my god, yeah, you but suck. It, it kind of showed in their reactions. But well, yeah, they they didn't. weren't the most awesome actors themselves. <laughs> going, no, it was great. No, it was good. No, it was great. You were great. Tom was the best. 
That was funny. He was excellent. Sure. He's so good. He was excellent in this in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. I really he's liked all, it when he's consistent. He really is. Yeah. I really liked it when he was sitting at the piano and coaching her a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. And he was he was he was being so supportive and so yeah. I liked him. <laughs> so anyway, what what that next led to was Rebecca saying, I have some notes. I'd like to make some suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Can you imagine? And they were like horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's lived with this Marilyn character for, well, I don't know, probably figure a couple weeks yeah. at the most. Mm-hmm. And and the Derek and Julia and Tom and even Eileen have all been living with this character and living with this concept of doing a show on Marilyn right. for months or potentially even years. And here comes Blondie coming in. I've got the answers, everybody. I've got it all figured out. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was, that was awful. That was awful. They were kind of put off by that. Wouldn't you be? Well, and her changes were ridiculous. She she basically wanted to change it from a musical to a, a book. Right. <laughs> you know, A novel. No, yeah. A novel. I have no, some ideas for a little novel no here. No songs, no, you know. Yeah, less less singing and dancing. Yeah, let's get deep into the character of Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Which that's that wasn't that type of party. It wasn't, and that was <laughs> that was silly. That yeah. was silly. But the you know the the song that she was ultimately working on. Sorry, I'm having I can't decide if I'm hot or cold. <laughs> I think I'm having some hot flashes. I was wondering what was happening over there. I'll use this time to tell everyone on iTunes would definitely sing that live uh, interaction of some sorts. It's worth it to go to our YouTube page and watch us online live at AfterBuzzTV.com. Also to uh, comment and rate our show on the iTunes page only because. You know, Tamara, she works like 19 different jobs and she works all the way through Sunday and she still comes here for you to do a smash show as does Kendra. So we're just like, yo, we work so hard. Well, we're not saying yo, but I just said yo. (laughs) Hey, we work so hard at After Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just rate and comment our page? Because it makes our iTunes, you know, hits go up. So that's all I ask from you. Is that that fair? It helps us out. And, you know, we we love doing the podcasts, but it really helps us out if people will, will make comments. Speaking of that, just a little bit of a diversion. We got a great comment last week from yeah. a viewer who was recommending the film Norma Jean and Marilyn, which came out in, I think, like 1996 mm-hmm. or 1997. It came out starring Ashley Judd and Mira Sorvino. And they were playing the two. I didn't see the film, but I know a yeah, little I bit about it. it. Yeah. Um, it the, that they were basically p- playing the two parts of Marilyn's psyche, you know, mm-hmm. one being sort of the bombshell, the blonde, the sex symbol, mm-hmm. and the other, the Ashley Judd played, the sort of innocent, uh, her past, mm-hmm. you know, the, the core of her being kind of part of the character. And uh, this viewer was saying it was a really good movie, and we all have not been able to get it on Netflix since we... Well, yeah, I queued it yeah, up. Yeah, so as did I. As soon as the viewer mentioned it, I, I was interested right away. So did I, yeah. because yeah. And it's not available on demand on the right. you know instant view yeah. otherwise we would have watched well it. that is very nice see our, our online people they take care of us also a shout out to our chat room because they're uh, of course supporting you guys as well so we yes. love it yes yeah. i have the chat roll open right here oh. if anybody wants to uh, put shout on it yeah i got it right here. <laughs> so rebecca yeah she's got some she's got some great ideas Um, And then so then we see her in the next rehearsal and she's terrible. So not only can't she sing, but she can't act, as you were saying. Right. She was just being silly. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was kind of an insightful way of showing us what 
can happen in Hollywood, I think. Mm-hmm. It's safe to say without mm-hmm. <laughs> having a tomato thrown at me. Um, you know, it just kind of gave you that idea that mm, you can get somewhere just because of your name. Right. You know, and that's what. Well, and that's why they brought her in. They yeah. wanted her name recognition mm-hmm. to potentially bring bring audience members and and bring some star power to the show. But right. they neglected really to find out if she if she has yeah, the, the chops and if she can actually yeah. do the job. But one of the things that I found interesting was that by the time they got to the last song that she actually sang, "Dig Deep," mm-hmm. which was the last song in the in the show. It it wasn't brilliant. It wasn't like Ivy or Karen singing mm-hmm. one of those songs, but it was certainly a vast improvement mm-hmm. from the first time that she yeah. sang. And I'm I'm wondering where they're going to go with this. I still think it's. I don't think she's going to be the Marilyn. I still think she's going to be in all the rest of the episodes this I know, season. But I don't think she's. I don't think it's going to be her. I don't think so either. Because you know, while it was okay, it was mediocre. We still saw the inserts of. Derek's, you know, internal thoughts yes, <laughs> about Karen, um, because she still she still has that quality that he's looking for, right? And he's his hands are tied with Uma's character, Rebecca Duval, and uh, I think I think that you know that like for Karen is going to overpower whatever's going mm-hmm. on <laughs> with this yeah. movie star. And for me, Rebecca slash Uma. Did, you know, a serviceable job, but she didn't have any of that sort of spark that we've seen mm-hmm. in both Ivy and Karen when yeah. they're playing the role. But but it, it was, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, because Uma can sing. Mm-hmm. She was in The Producers, and we've talked oh, about yeah. that already. But she, so, the, so singing poorly in the beginning, singing better by the end, and she's got a couple more episodes going. Mm-hmm. For all we know, she's going to be amazing That's three episodes true. down the road. Yeah. But I, but even so, I don't think that. Well, I think it would be a bit foolish to take her her because she is somebody who's outside the actual cast of Smash mm-hmm. and put that person in the leading role, unless they were going to do something really. <laughs> really unconventional with the show where you know they're they're doing a TV show about a Broadway show about a star and then they're actually not going to talk about her they're only going to talk about all the the supporting players and I can't right. see them doing that in well this and then maybe the viewer had a point maybe they will end up doing something where you know Karen that where they Ivy, both play where they're all yeah they're Norma Jean they're Marilyn and then maybe Uma Thur- Thurman's character will be like I don't another know, element of her of element. her character yeah maybe the older one i don't you know because yeah. she said she's 37 ish ish yeah maybe so maybe so yeah. but um you know a little bit like the uh oh i've just forgotten her bernadette peters when bernadette peters came in mm-hmm. and she was almost an interruption in the flow of the of of the TV show that we're watching because, you know, this, yeah. this bigger than life actor, actress that we know and have, have loved for so many years comes in and kind of pulls focus on everything else. Yeah. It almost seemed like it was a little bit dissonant that there was that, that, the, that Uma kind of didn't really fit in yet mm-hmm. because we're, we're comfortable now with all of the players mm-hmm. and we're comfortable with the storylines. And then in comes this, this other person. It's a little unsettling. Yeah. That's how I felt. Did you feel that yeah. way? I felt that way. Because of that, and then also because of her character. I think if she were more warm, mm-hmm. I think we would have felt a little okay. We may have been even threatened by her, but yes, I think it's the opposite. Yeah, that's what we've been 
Well, and and I'm sure that they will spend more time with her in the next couple of episodes because mm-hmm. they've got her and they'll they'll of course use her. But I I just like you say I can't see them putting her in the in the lead. In the lead. Right? Yeah, I can't see it. Mm-mm. But it will be interesting to see what else she does. The next topic that I wanted to talk to you about was Deb and Karen finally beginning to really break my heart. It's hard. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I feel. I'm sorry. I know you feel bad for me. I don't know how to me. approach this subject. <laughs> we forgot the tissues. You've been telling me all along it was coming, though. Well, because they were too and perfect. What was I saying though? Again about this girl. Was it RJ? RJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she have a home? She doesn't. <laughs> Does she have apparently a cat to feed. She's always available. And also apparently no furniture to sit on in the <laughs> office. Did you notice how she was sort of draped all over right, his file cabinet? Right. She's allergic to chairs. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. She's on the desk. I think even at the bar. Well, no, they were on. They were sitting. On, they were. She was sitting on furniture there. Yeah. yeah. She was able to. She, <laughs> she did. She did accomplish to. that there. She was able to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. What do we? Well, okay, so obviously Dev is having a bit of a crisis, right? He didn't get this job yeah. that he wanted. He he. It seems like it's been going on for weeks that he didn't get the job and hasn't told Karen. Is, is that yes, your assessment? And that's yeah. where I was annoyed because he, he kept withholding that information from her. Yes. He had chances to, you know, give his side of how his day went, and he said nothing. It was always about Karen's, you know, problems. right. But, you know, in the first episodes, he was always her biggest fan, her greatest mm-hmm. cheerleader, the person who was always going to, to prop her up. Mm-hmm. She comes in and says, you know, I'm just a – I remember a conversation early on where he was, he was saying, no, you're a star. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And, and now that's all gone. Yeah. And, and th- that was part of our – and I wouldn't exactly say criticism, but our but our trouble with him being so perfect because he was always <laughs> the guy ready to give her kudos and yeah. ready to prop her up and and go get him, girl. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he doesn't get one job and and he completely changes 180 well, degrees. I can see both sides because he probably felt you know oh well I need some cheering up at this time you know and she didn't really offer that. You know, she would give him a moment to say, oh, how was your day? And if he just said, oh, I don't want to talk about it, she's like, okay, so let's (laughs) back to me or let's go out or, you know. So I think, you know, he didn't intend to find that in RJ, but I think because RJ has been there and supportive and kind of on the same page. Yeah. I think that's how it's kind of slowly taking him away from her. Yeah. Well, and Sorry. I think, too, it, when when anyone has a blow like that to their ego of not getting this job that you're sure you're perfect for mm-hmm. and and all of that, it's it's a little hard to keep being a cheerleader for someone else when you're so devastated. Right. And and but, even though he's he's always been there, he always had kind of he was sort of a star in his world as well. And so mm-hmm. he was it was a little more secure and a little easier for her to, him to give her the support, mm-hmm. but now that maybe it's... Well, Karen should have recognized that. Though. Yeah, she should have. Yeah. I don't know why she, she didn't, or doesn't, or... Uh. Maybe they're getting both getting complacent, maybe... Yeah, because even today when she said, oh, so it's my fault that you don't tell me things? Well, yeah, <laughs> it kind of is, I felt like saying, but I, that's that was my take. Right. I don't know what you right. 
how you reacted to that? Well, I just feel like they're 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 really not communicating, and there are a lot of problems going on, a lot of challenges. Yeah. But but the also, you know, you were saying. My thought is that they have set up mm-hmm. from the beginning of their relationship mm-hmm. that this is how it is. I'm the cheerleader. You're <laughs> awesome. And and we love each other. And so now that he's unable to fulfill that role or yes. is choosing not to f- fulfill that role, however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. you know, they're both having problems with it and can't quite figure out how to deal. <laughs> like, why aren't you cheering for me? Right. And why am I not cheering? Right. That, that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they're, it's almost like changing the rules halfway through the game. Yeah. Because that's how they've been doing it from this point, up to this point. Mm-hmm. And now now it's not working. and So they're kind of growing apart. Yeah. But see, yeah. you've been seeing that coming for a long time. You I, knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Sorry. You told me. <laughs> I told you. You told me. I tried to buffer the fall. You did. <laughs> no, I knew that they were so beautiful. He's so beautiful. And they're so perfect together. Of course it was going to go that way. Because you got to have conflict in trauma, drama. Yeah. Otherwise, we, we're not going to watch. Well, we'll see. I mean, I you know, there's still some time to save it, but I just I'm not optimistic <laughs> about that. Yeah, and just as a side note, what do you think about Karen and Ivy talking Being about the yeah <laughs> the on again off again? Well, speaking of on again off again, on again off again friends. Well, I wonder about that. Is is Ivy still kind of playing that role when she was telling who was it? was it Tom? Or who is she telling that she's kind of just playing the role of friend and then she's, you know. I don't remember. Her, I do remember yeah. it, but I don't remember who she was telling I that to. I don't know if it was Tom or. Or Derek. I think it might have been Tom. I don't think it was Derek. Yeah, I think it was Tom. Or, or was it one of the. Or one of the dancers. One of the dancers. One of the nameless dancers. Name. Yeah. <laughs> we only know there. Sam. We only know Sam's name. The one with the side swept hair, I think, right? Okay, yeah. Was it him? <laughs> sure. Yes, can we guess it was? I can't think of his name. Well, we don't know his name. Yeah, nameless dancer number one. Dancer yes, number dancer one. number one. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so yeah, I, so I wonder if she's just still playing on that, or if she genuine, genuinely likes her. I have no idea. Because they're kind of on the same boat now. Right. They now both that. hate. They both hate Rebecca. Yeah. Even though Karen doesn't realize she's supposed to hate Rebecca, it appears. <laughs> I know. She's like, girl, you're in the wrong business. But, um, yeah, so I don't know where that's going to go because eventually I think Rebecca won't be in the number one position. And, right. And how will that alter their relationship? The relationship between Karen and Karen Ivy? Karen and Ivy. Now, right, because then it'll get them to be adversaries again. Yeah. Potentially. So now what? Unless they do, <laughs> like our After Buzz viewer said, yeah. who says it's going to be the Norma Jean and Marilyn that would be interesting. I, but I don't know why Derek doesn't have that same vision right, when, of when Ivy's performing. Of course. So what do we... I don't know. Well, and I thought, you know, when they were sitting in the bar, at, when they walked out of the movie, out mm-hmm. of Rebecca's movie, and sitting in the bar, Ivy's talking and and kind of not not exactly talking smack, but being a little sassy, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. With a little snarky with Ivy about the boyfriend, or with uh, Karen about the boyfriend, and not realizing how hard she was hitting the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. And Karen suddenly fights back mm-hmm. for the first time, you know, gets her dander up. And, yeah. And then she sa- Ivy says, oh, did I hit a nerve? Yeah. Yeah. I was kidding. <laughs> kidding. But, Yeah. She has to watch it because she can't share too much with her because then she has ammo. 
Of course. I don't trust Ivy. (laughs) No, I don't either. Not at all. Not at all. And then Karen gets home after that and Dev not there. Yeah, I know. We see where he is. (laughs) We knew where he was. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, That's just not, that's not going well. No. That's not going well. (laughs) Sorry. I know. That's the bottom line. It's not going well. Dev, RJ, a bar and alcohol is just not a it's, good That's not, not a good, good Not a good combo late at night. No, no. I wonder, is she going to go out and look for him? You know how people don't use their phones? They just no, People don't use their phones and there are only three bars in the entire town. <laughs> so she's just going to... And two She's going to find him right she'll away. Just, she'll run into him accidentally. Right. It'll happen. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Because people don't use phones in the show, right? <laughs> Except for text messages. He sent her a text that he can't. He's not sorry. Up for it. I'm not up for it. <laughs> oh, and earlier he said, "I don't love." He didn't say, "I love you." At the end of his yes, conversation, that was. She said, "Love telling. you," and he went. Uh-huh. He's like, "I love RJ. I love, I, I love the drama yeah. I'm creating." <laughs> yeah, that was, and you could tell that she was waiting for it. Yeah, she was even checking the connection. Is this thing on? Right. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, is this thing on? That wasn't. Okay. Let's move on to Tom. Because <laughs> ju- we're just shaking our heads. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop <laughs> for us to all be yelling at the TV. No. Stop. <laughs> Don't do it. We're already yelling. Oh, yeah. We are. We are. Terrible. But so we have Tom flirting shamelessly with Sam yes. to the point where Julia gets annoyed about it. <laughs> and, and she uses her phone. She did use her phone, was, but not to talk to anybody, just to talk to a rest, one of right. the two restaurants in town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and set up a date for the two of them. Yeah. That was funny. That it was, was a cute. cute little moment. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So they finally go, they do go out on their date, right? They do. Oh, well, they were they going to up, go out on the date. They couldn't yeah. find the restaurant. And they didn't really, I mean, Tom said he wasn't feeling well, so what do you want to do? Let's go <laughs> to my place. Right. That's what they ended up, but it, it was, it was a nice scene because in in Tom's apartment. Yes, I was yelling again at the TV, kind of slow down, <laughs> hold your, your horses, time, get take to your know time. Each other. That's what I was saying. You because were Tom rushed into the last relationship with the and, lawyer. Yeah. Yes, so it was just kind of you know didn't fit well, mm-hmm. and um, I'm glad they did take their time. Well, I Sam's thought a good a good man. Yeah, I thought this was a really interesting. Uh, a scene that we hadn't seen before on TV. I hadn't anyway. You yeah, know, someone, you know, adult relationships, especially gay men, you know, they, mm-hmm. I don't know, people rush to have sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens all the time, you know. Yeah. And and Sam is going, hold on a second. Wait a minute. It I'm was it was kind boy. of refreshing to see, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. Because if he had rushed, it would have been just, you know, like he explained to Tom it wouldn't have meant anything, you know. Because he thinks sex is holy. Yeah. And, you know, and that's Tom's M.O. He would rush. Right. Get tired of the person quickly and try to get out. Right, because like even Sam asked him, what's been your longest relationship? Five. <laughs> Minutes. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but five months. That's not long yeah. at all when he's 30-something-ish. Right, right. You know, I think he may uh, Sam may be the one. You do. 
Maybe. Wait, is that Maybe a prediction? Of, oh, sorry. I always do this. <laughs> you so do. Let me write this down. It's hard to not. It's hard to not do it. But I always but, forget once we get to. I know. By the time we get to predictions, we can't remember what it is we're talking about. <laughs> but I, I found I just found that that very refreshing, very interesting, very unusual. Mm-hmm. It's something we hadn't seen before. Yeah. And. And Sam's a really likable character. And Tom's a really likable character. We really like the both of them. So good choice. We'd like to have them together, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Go to church together. But not the Republican church because Tom couldn't handle it. Whatever that I don't know. Yeah, that that whole thing. Yeah, that line. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Interesting writing. What, what else do we have about the two of them? That's really kind of all that, that, that happened with those two guys, right? Um I mean that was the yeah. most interesting part of it that that they didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and Sam left him wanting more. <laughs> he left right after he gave him the speech. I think he did. Yeah. yeah, and it made him and it made him think because then he had a conversation with Julia later and he said, "Oh, he called me out on all of my yeah, <laughs> you know." So that was good. So maybe Tom can change. Yeah. Well, it will be very interesting, interesting to see because he could potentially get his heart broken, too, if he if he goes through. Yeah, because he basically what Sam is doing in this situation is he's asking him to be different than he has been with every other relationship in his life. Right. And so that will put Tom in a vulnerable position mm-hmm. to be open to the, a, a well, <laughs> digging deep, a deeper relationship than mm-hmm. he's ever had before. Mm-hmm. And. Potential for heartbreak, huge <laughs> in that situation. It is, but he needs that, I think. I think Otherwise, he'd just keep going through life. Yeah, man after a serial man. dater. Yeah. Yeah. And a commitment phobe. Yep. That was my analysis. But he's place. been able to, that is, that was a good analysis. <laughs> but Tom has been able to maintain a relationship with Julia for wow. however many years. No, but, I know it's different, but but there, that's a partnership yeah, that's really important. But and non, you've got to have conflicts. and Non-threatening, it, in a way. he There's a certain distance that's comfortable for him. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, oh, this is a friendship. I have no commitment. I don't have any um, responsibilities with this. She goes home to her husband. Well, and, and I think even not so much about the commitment, but about the, the you know, the, the, the commitment of one's emotions. Right. Because that's because it's it's absolutely a partnership between him and Julia. Oh, yeah. But but it's more based on like you're like you're saying, you know, work and mm-hmm. and it's not so much that it's more surface stuff. It's just that his emotions and his heart and his it's less investment. Know, Right, emotionally, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is this could be something very different for him. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of exciting. Him, I like that. Kind of exciting. (laughs) So okay, so then let's just cover a couple of other things. We've got Ellis Lurker. Yes. Yeah. He didn't lurk today. I was waiting. He didn't. We were waiting for him to pop his head around the corner, and he didn't. How did he not know she was looking at the folder? Well, maybe he did. He probably did. But he would have had that eyebrow raise that's true he probably would have but then he got busted i love that he finally got busted later in the show i know with the assistant to rebecca yes who here he, he did the loser you know hmm, didn't properly switch from call to call that's why you always go hi is it you right because i'm about to talk about him if you talk about people like right that. if you do but not that we do no we don't we don't 
So yeah, he got busted, and I thought it was great. Finally, yeah, he didn't that... get busted and get sent to Cleveland in jail, but <laughs> he, you know, it's a step. It's a step, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. No, that was priceless. Yeah, I was really glad, and and he really got a dressing down by that guy whose name we also don't know. Yeah, Rebecca's assistant, assistant saying no, I don't like. What did he call him? Users. Users. Yes, yeah, yes. I don't like users. Yes. <laughs> Stick it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like users. It, I mean, that's, you know, it was a TV show, so. But. Um, <laughs> what would you have liked him to say? No, it was good. It was fine. I was fine with it. He should have said lurkers. <laughs> I don't like lurkers. Slimy lurkers who are capitalizing on everybody. Yeah, that was or strange. Or something like that. I thought, I thought he was going to catch. Um, Eileen looking in the file, which the file turned up to prove that he's a crook. Um, okay, so I, I just I do want to talk about that just a little bit. So Eileen finds out that all she all we got to hear was he's another crook. Nick, Nick, yes. So then she and Nick go to go to dinner together, and she says something, and he says, <laughs> "Oh, do you mean the Dominican? I don't even remember what it yeah. was. The Dominican Workers. blah blah. Oh, do you mean the this and the that?" And I just it was another one of those situations where, <laughs> in screenwriting, we often say, "Show me, don't tell me." Okay, so I want to over explained everything. They're talking, 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 talking about everything. Yeah. And and this was one of those scenes that really were really kind of crystallized for me where I thought, now, why didn't they show me watching Nick, you know, make some of these shady connections or them actually have a conversation about it instead of her going statement and him going rebuttal and her going statement and him going rebuttal. (laughs) It was like a debate. Yeah. And so what you would have preferred a flashback. Well, I, I don't have I don't have the answer for exactly how the scene yeah. would go, but I would like them to have shown me instead of telling me, okay. because then we can connect more with it. Mm-hmm. And the total amount of screen time spent on the story mm-hmm. was about like fifty five seconds. Yeah, the problem came up, and fifty five seconds later, the problem was gone. Yeah, that was a little. And I think that's just silly. Strange. Yeah, it's it, you know. If we're going to get into something, let us get into it mm-hmm. instead of bringing it up and then making it go away, which is what they did with Michael and Julia. Yeah. You know, I'm in love with you. Oh, I'm not in love with you anymore. Okay. You know, we <laughs> got that. Th- thank God we got that two minutes <laughs> over with. You know, well, it was strange because uh, the way they, you know, introduced the topic, it seems so, oh my gosh. So, right. You know, right. This seems, is going to be juicy, yeah, right? It's going to yeah. be interesting. We're going to find out some good stuff. Yeah. No. And statement, rebuttal, God, statement, rebuttal. Yeah. It's over. Okay, fantastic. Let's kiss. <laughs> I can't get involved. He said, he told her, if you, you know, if you're just not interested, just tell me. Right. She's interested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she doesn't is. care about the file anymore. No, she doesn't. Shred it. Yeah. But so that was, I didn't, I didn't love that. I didn't yeah. love that part of the way they just, you know, all of a sudden the problem's gone. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the music. The first song was, well, the the first song that we want to talk about, because we don't want to talk about Uma singing poorly, or Rebecca, rather, singing poorly. Right. So Our Day Will Come, which was Karen's song to Derek. I like that song. I did, too. I like, yeah. the, I I like the song a lot. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sweet, pretty song. Yeah. But um, I thought it, she did a really good job with she it. She did. And I'm very intrigued by <laughs> these reveries he has with her about her. I know. He's like a kid in a candy store. I like, like it. 
this team Karen. Yeah, we are team Karen. She's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, she she makes a great Marilyn. Yeah, I don't there's you know, I don't see what the problem is. I don't see why they flew Rebecca in. I don't you know. I don't either. But I love the line that Ivy says. You hear that sound? That's a thousand. <laughs> that's the sound of a thousand audience members asking for their the money, money back. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was nice. Yeah. So loved that song. And then the other was Dig Deep. Rebecca oh. singing it. Oh. It was an original piece. It was one of the one of the original key. ones. Yeah. That, you wouldn't know it was the, her last song. So it wasn't oh, okay. it wasn't off key. And she, they were all in costume and, oh, you know, right. doing the mm-hmm. she took off her coat and had the scarf on and everything. It, it was OK. I didn't love it. It didn't really strike me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. It, it had a lot of elements of, of another song, and now that the time has gone by and I'd never heard it before, I can't, I can't bring it in. But it, it, it's a very musical, you know, Broadway musical kind of song. Mm-hmm. And there were some elements of it that I really liked. And maybe if we hear Karen or Ivy sing it, mm-hmm. it will bring it to life. Right. Yeah. And it was done on purpose. Uh, Rebecca's Rebecca? version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just flat. Because they were trying to illustrate that she's... So, yeah, I, I wonder if we're going to get to see that song again. Uh, Probably. We, we heard a few songs a couple of times. So. Yes. Yes, we have. And it doesn't... I, the the um, listing that I have doesn't say that it will come back again, but several of them, you know, like... Even if it's a snippet, we may hear it. Exactly. And a lot of them we do hear over and over again. That History is Made at I Night, that one that we say. love so much. That one yes. comes back over and over so so maybe we will get a chance to see it done by Ivy or Karen, and then we can really get a sense of it. But th- but like I said, there were some elements of it that I really liked musically. I mm-hmm. thought were really interesting the the dynamics of the of the percussion and and little bits through it. And again, I can't speak very specifically about it because I only heard it the one time. But mm-hmm. but I think it could potentially be a really good song. Yeah. And or we could even maybe get to see. Rebecca sing it again well. Say, yeah. Do you think that yeah. that's what might happen? That's what I was going to say. Maybe as her progression happens, we'll see, you know, they'll revisit that song. Mm-hmm. Say, can you do this one more, you know, one more time? Yeah. So we'll see. But I think I think they're in a little bit of a dangerous territory there because although we know Uma can sing and mm-hmm. act, I don't, I don't think she could possibly hold a candle to Catherine McPhee or Megan Hilty. Right. They're... So, I, you know, trying to bring her in and make her be exceptional compared to them is going to be very difficult to do because they are exceptionally talented mm-hmm. in the singing, the dancing, and the acting. Mm-hmm. Whereas Uma, I would say, is probably proficient mm-hmm. in those areas, mm-hmm. but not a superstar like the other two gals. Yeah. And that's what I think the panel and producers and everyone is trying to deal with. Because is she locked into a contract? We don't know. Okay. I don't, because that would be the only reason I think they would keep her at this point. Yeah. At least. I don't know. Once they see if she gets better, it may change, but I I, I don't know. I just, it's day and night. Yeah. It really is. I, I can't see her being Marilyn. I know. I know. Well, and they haven't really given us a chance to see her as being Marilyn yeah. because this was the episode. Last episode was let's look at her shoes and her hair, and that was all we got to see. <laughs> and this episode was let's watch her sing sing and act poorly. Right. So, so next, nowhere to go but up from here. <laughs> and to Cleveland to visit. And to Cleveland Ellis. to visit Ellis. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, hopefully it gets better. We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't have anything else at the moment. Do you? Um, no, just my prediction. Let's, let's go to commercial <laughs> and then we will come, come, finally get back to your predictions, which we haven't heard about for the last minute or two. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we are back. We do have someone on the chat roll that was asking, will the second season still be about Marilyn? That's a great question. It is a great question. What do you think? I want to know what you think. Maybe it'll be about another star. (laughs) Or another musical. Well, it's hard because, I mean, there are still several episodes to go. That's what it's through May. Yes. So um, I don't know. Is that enough time to kind of wrap everything up? Well, I've always predicted that the season finale Mm -hmm. of the first season was going to be opening night of the show. Right. Um. They, they need to get some work done in the next three episodes in order for my prediction to come true because they haven't, yeah. they haven't cast it. They don't even have all the songs. They're still doing very simple blocking. And, and yeah. you know, at this point, if, if in, let's say, a month, we need to be getting into costumes, we need, definitely need to have the casting figured out. Yeah. So, so I, I would say, yeah, it probably will be about Marilyn. I mean, I haven't read anything that states otherwise, but I think it would probably be still about her because it would be too much of a rush to get everything together and then all of a sudden it's about a new show well there the thing is is that what if this whole first season is about casting and mounting a new broadway production and Mm -hmm. also us learning all the characters i think very easily the second season could be established within the running of the Right. Of the Maryland yeah, musical, of Bombshell the musical. And th- because there's still, we've we've been talking about all the back scenes, mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff that happens and all the relationships that mm-hmm. are created and killed by, by you know, work <laughs> and, and being in showbiz and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I would predict still, because I'm sticking by it, <laughs> that the opening night will end season one mm-hmm. and that season two would still be surrounding the Maryland musical, but I think the the musical will then be up and running and and we'll get to see everything happen behind it. Yeah. And I would I would even go a step further yes. in saying they'll have that established and then because there may not be as much drama behind the scenes, maybe they'll overlap it with another show starting or you'll hear, you know, oh, they're courting Karen with 
another show, you know, right. Wicked or something. Right. And, you know, is she leaving? Is she not? Can she handle two shows? Et cetera. You know. Uh-huh. Or a recording like, contract because she was meeting with a music producer right. earlier in the season. Right. I mean, and, and not just her. Ivy would yeah. probably have things going on. I think that could be, you know, maybe we just pitched them an idea. <laughs> I'm sure they've been right. thinking about it for a while. <laughs> So okay. what other predictions do you have? I think we should go into our predictions. I needed the music. Yes. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Sam's the one. Oh, he is. <laughs> I've been dying to say that. No, I think yeah, I think I think Sam may be the one. I I mean or or somebody serious that Tom's going to end up being with for a long time. Longer I, than five I love that idea yeah. because they're they're so similar in important ways and yeah. not similar in other ways that they could actually complement each other's lives. Yeah. And, you know, Sam being the sporty guy and mm-hmm. Tom being, well, I don't know, whatever he is <laughs> compared the, the to all around guy. Well, and, and they have that slow burn, you know, that, you know, they kind of got to know each other, I think. No? Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> oh. Sorry, Ronnie. Um, yeah, they had that time to get to know each other. Smooth. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Time to get to know each other. Yeah, so they, you know, it's a real kind of de- um, developing relationship. Is he laughing at Ronnie's me? laughing at you, not yeah. at me. I'm it's used to it. Laughing okay. at you. <laughs> All right, keep with that prediction. Go. Yes. In 50 words or less. So, um, yeah, so that, that's why I think it may work out to be something. What do you meaningful. think about Julia and Frank and Leo? Eesh. Do you have any predictions I'm there? I'm uncomfortable with them now. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. I wondered why, uh, before Julia jumped in, I kind of wondered why Frank didn't want to say anything. I didn't know if it was just because he was embarrassed. In, with in the, the guidance school, counselor. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the meeting. Um for a second, I thought maybe Julia thought there was some hope. Like, oh, he, he, you know, why would he lie about it? And right. Like everything at home is fine because the school will find out eventually. So maybe that means they'll get back together. You know, <laughs> my mind went. It and then did. it came back because she was like, it was like record scratch. Yeah. Uh, why are you lying? You know. So I, I definitely don't think by the end of the season they'll be back together. I think he's too hurt. I mean, he reiterated that things happened five years ago, and then she, you know, reignited this um, affair. I, I, I don't see anything good happening with that. Okay. So you see her, you see the two of them breaking up for good. Well, for real separated for good. at least through the end of the season. Okay. I think that's, I agree. <laughs> I agree. What about... Uh, what was the other one I wanted to ask you about? Oh, what do you think is going to happen with Eileen? Eileen. And Nick. Oh. Eh. Don't care? Just- <laughs> don't know, don't care? No, I think it's just going to be a constant flirt. Flirtation. Like, it's... Oh. I don't... I don't see that going anywhere. Well, she said, you know, she's awkward because she's out of practice. And yeah. and he's he's obviously got had a lot of practice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he was on a soap opera. <laughs> yeah. His character. Yes, yes. Well, his character wasn't, but yeah, may, I think it'll just be a fun relationship. Uh, she she doesn't need anything heavy right now. Okay. She's getting out of that. Okay, divorce. so nothing serious, but seven dollar martinis and. <laughs> 
and some and fun. more kissing. Yeah, okay. they have a chemistry. So okay. Well, next week somebody faints. Yes, I somebody wrote that can't down. breathe. Someone can't breathe. That was scary. Couldn't see who that was. No. Um, and and we've got, I'm sure, more drama around the Rebecca character. I predict it maybe Ivy, with all the medication. Oh she's taken. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's Rebecca? Because we don't really. Know. I think it's one of the two of them. It's yeah. either Rebecca or Ivy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that's what it would be. I'm leaning towards Ivy, but we'll see. Okay. Well, it'll be very interesting to see. We'll have to watch. Tell us your Twitter handle, Miss. It's at Kendra Cabasel, so K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> applause, applause. And you can find me at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, please visit my website, TamaraCentral.com. Ronnie, what about you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Ronnie Junior Media, as well as watching all these great shows. Another NBC show that I kind of like, or I tried, was Awake, you guys. It was pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. It yeah. looks interesting. Tying it into the AfterBuzz world and the NBC world. How do you like oh, that? Nice. And can we, we like it. remind everyone to vote for Maria? Vote for Maria Do it. Yes. Dancing, Dancing with, with the, the Stars. stars. Comment on everything. Just to help us out every way you can. Yes. And we are going to go because our music is gone. So we will see you <laughs> next week for Smash. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.